Did you know that a gallon of paint can weigh somewhere between 9 to 12 pounds? We've got all sorts of fun, interesting information and more coming up. We got lots of info. Let's rock and roll. It's Did You Know with Rhino. Hello and welcome to this episode of Did You Know with Ryan O. In case you didn't know, I'm Ryan O. This is my show and I know exactly what you're thinking. How long does it take for that information to dry? Yes, folks, this is Did You Know with Ryan O, the podcast all about pop culture, trivia. We got unique craziness all about information. We got history, science, geography. We even talk about, well, whatever you want, because that's how things are done here with the ridiculous known as Did You Know with Ryan O. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I am running this episode solo. That means without a guest. So that means we're going to go off the rails really quickly, and it's going to be a quick ride. Now, I would have had something a little bit more structured and whatnot, but time seems to have gotten away from me. Because I have, well, here's big news, I have left, quote unquote, the company. And now I'm working for a paint store, and I'm going to be the expert on everything known as paint. It's going to be awesome. Um, so there's a lot of new changes going on in my life, and that's why you haven't seen an episode as of late. But don't worry, I'll try to get them coming up a little bit more frequently once my schedule you know, solidifies. That's a paint joke. In the meanwhile, let's shake some things up. Uh, let's talk about a few things this episode. I'd like to talk to you about um, video games, maybe some television shows, um, food, and towards the very end, we're going to learn something together. So let's start off with some video games. Lately, I've been um, dabbling in like three different games while I've been having time to do so. Uh, one of them is Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a single-player game where you as Star-Lord can work your team to try to accomplish goals and basically not get blasted out of the sky. Um, you become more and more powerful as you uh, you know, work. It's kind of like Arkham City or whatever. As the, the more you work towards your character, the more stuff that they can do, like you know, most video games and whatnot. Um, but as a Marvel fan, I'm all for it. The music is amazing. If I haven't recommended the music, um, if, well, if I recommend anything, it's the music. Um, while playing it, if you're a big fan of those, uh, Marvel games, those third player shoot 'em up, um, action sort of stuff like Mass Effect, go for it. It's kind of like Mass Effect. I'm going to say that. Let's, let's go with Mass Effect. Um, I also have been playing a little bit of Forza Horizons 4. I'm not usually one to play car games and whatnot, but, um, I thought I'd give it a try. And it's kind of cool just driving around England at different times of the year with unique cars and whatnot. I might turn a car into a bumblebee. I'm not sure. No, I'm not talking about Bumblebee the Transformer, but like actually giving a yellow car black stripes or a black car yellow stripes. I'm not sure. I guess we'll kind of find out later. Also, I did like the Nickelodeon Brawl game. Uh, I've got one word to say about that game, and it is uh, don't. Yeah, it wants to be Super Smash Brothers, and it fails miserably doing so. Finally, talking about video games, 
Um, I also tried Diablo 2 Remastered. It's still just as I remembered it, um, just as clunky and a bit slow. Um, I personally prefer Diablo 3, but that's my own personal opinion. But we all know that my one true love of video games has always been Dragon Age. And that's going to be video games for this episode. The other day, I tried something for the first time in over a decade. Um, since I work at a new location, that means that you have new food opportunities. And the closest food opportunity to my work is a Cadoba. If you've never had Cadoba and don't know what it is, it's basically like Chipotle or Moe's. Um, I, yeah, which are both different than Tijuana Flats. I prefer Tijuana Flats over all three of them, but I think Qdoba kind of becomes a little second, and I'm just not a fan of Chipotle. I'm sorry to all of you out there who really love it. I'd rather have Taco Bell or Del Taco over Chipotle, and there's not really a Moe's nearby, thank God, because Moe's is a very difficult food. Um, yeah, I I got some burritos. Um, there are so many options nowadays of what you can put on a burrito. I used to think back in the day burritos were just like beans and rice and meat and cheese. But now you can add like, you know, 17 different types of salsa. And um, you can also get a side of chips with like 17 different types of salsa. And, of course, you can always add, like, guac and sour cream. When did guacamole become a thing? That's what I really want to know because when we were younger, there really weren't, like, that many places that told you all about, like, avocados. And um, I guess there really weren't that many. There probably were, but um, anyways, going into... A little bit of information about guacamole, because we can. Apparently, guacamole has been around for a very, very long time. It dates back to the Aztec Empire in Central America during the 1500s. Um, avocados were a favorite fruit in the area, and the Aztecs loved their muli or their avocado mixture. And so that's just a little bit of the history of the avocado. Um, people say it originates in Mexico, hence the Aztec Empire in Central America. As for who created guacamole, um, there really isn't one particular person. But it's basically a mix of avocado and spices. So, um, yeah. But it really wasn't necessarily a thing. And if there was, then I was completely blind. So, I like to ask you folks, this can be a really random one, when was the first time you heard about guacamole. Um, you could like, you know, shoot me a tweet about that at, did you know, Ruth with Rhino. That's me. I am at, um, the awesomeness known as, uh, did you know, Rhino at, did you know, Rhino? That's me. It's been a while since I've done this. My apologies. Also on the food thing, I just revisited one of my favorite restaurants for like the first time in six months. Or was it a year? Um, known as the Yard House. And their menu has changed. So I'm slightly disappointed. Um, I could go and do an entire episode about my experiences, but I'm just going to kind of leave it at that. But something that I am not, um, you know, saddened or uh, disappointed about is my own personal cooking. 
a little bit of a recipe I'm going to give you folks out there about a fun way to do um, sweet potatoes or just regular potatoes. Um, of course, peel them and dice them. These are going to be like a nice way of doing like little dice roasted potatoes. Um, peel them or dice them. Put them in the oven, um, but but put like olive oil or melted butter on them. And then you could add, let's see, if you're doing sweet potatoes, you want to kind of go on the sweeter side. So like paprika and I know paprika, sweet. Paprika and cinnamon would be a nice, cool thing. You could also add some rosemary to it. You could do a similar thing with um, paprika, cayenne, um, salt and pepper on the uh, the potato side, but just put them in the oven for at 400 degrees for like 18 minutes. Take them out, flip them around, um, put them back in for like another 18 to 20 to 20 minutes, and boom, you got yourself some awesome roasted potatoes. It's worked out very very well each time I've done it. The sweet potatoes will cook a little bit longer than the regular potatoes. So you might have to just keep an eye on that in case you start seeing some um, blackening around the edges of your potato, tater, potato, and whatnot. So that's going to be a little bit of uh, food coming out of this here episode. And I'll be right back in just a moment after a word from our sponsor. Did you know with Rhino? Looking for something to get your significant other or a friend or family member or just a big fan of this podcast um, for Christmas? Well, it's probably not going to arrive by Christmas, but you're talking about maybe an early Valentine's Day gift from our shop um, at Zazzle. Zazzle.com slash store slash did you know with Rhino. We've got all sorts of ridiculousness, um, including T-shirts from Team Rhino. Uh, we also have... The one and only Choices Were Made t-shirt. We got hats, buttons. We have a holy crap, you have a podcast t-shirt. Uh, we got stuff that are very, very specific to episodes in the past, like the Rambunctious Johnson t-shirt. We also got your grandpa as a Frisbee t-shirt. And much, much more at the store, zazzle.com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. Wear it, share it, love it. And just like acne in your middle ages, we are back. Welcome back to the show, uh, the show with, you know, Ryan O. We're going to start talking about uh, something a little bit different right now, um, like some TV shows that I have randomly discovered. One of them, from a recommendation from my folks, is Ghosts um, on Paramount. I think it's CBS. Um, Ghosts is a story of this girl who has a near-death experience and can now um, communicate with ghosts that are living in her uh, house that she inherited. And uh, she's the only one who can see them. And they're a very strange, eclectic group of people um, from, you know, over 500 years. And um, it, it's ridiculous and a half. Uh, if you're interested in comedies, also interested in paranormal stuff, you'll probably like this. Uh, it's got a lot of both. Once again, that's Ghosts on the Paramount or uh, CBS. Looking for a new band to check out? I recommend The Night Game. Their uh, album, The Night Game, was uh, pretty cool. Um, if you're into like indie rock sort of stuff, a big fan of maybe 
John Mayer or something, check out The Night Game. Um, their music is pretty rad. We're going to do something really weird right now called the Color of the Month. That's where I pick a random color and we will celebrate it for a few seconds. The Color of the Month is called Raw Umber. Not to be confused with Burnt Sienna, Raw Umber. If you know it, you either love it or you hate it. Um, so let's take about three seconds and celebrate that color. Nice work, pal. And that's our color of the month. Tune in next month for a different color. So another show that we've been really into is a Jack Whitehall Travels with My Father. Uh, Jack Whitehall, the comedian, you might know him from like the Clifford movie or um, as the brother from the Jungle Cruise movie. Um, he, um, having you know grown up kind of in boarding schools and whatnot, not having taken a proper holiday with his father, um, has gone to many different places like um, um, like Eastern Europe or um, parts of Asia, uh, Australia. He just takes him, his like 70-something-year-old father, um, very prim and proper. He takes him to hostels and takes him to eat uh, like street food and whatnot for a man who's never really had that sort of thing. So it's kind of a cultural enlightenment. Um, it's ridiculous. It's fun. It's short. You can probably binge the entire thing in a uh, day. And it's located on Netflix. If you got it and you're into that stuff, check it out. If you're really, really into that stuff, I recommend um, Somebody Feed Phil or I'll Have What Phil's Having with the great Phil Rosenthal, the writer slash producer of Everybody Loves Raymond, a really hilarious guy. He travels around the world and he tries different foods, meets new people, and he's adorable and it's delightful and super funny and charming. So I always recommend those as well if you're into food shows. And now it's time to learn something fun and unique uh, that's right in front of you. It's about your nose. Um, did you know that your nose can uh, smell trillions of scents? Trillions of scents. That's a lot of different things that your nose can smell. But I happen to think that like pizza is the most wonderful out of all of those, in my personal opinion. Here's another interesting science fact. Did you know that you can't taste food without saliva? Yeah, in order to have, for food to have taste, chemicals from the food must first dissolve in saliva. It's only once that they've been dissolved in a liquid that the chemicals can be detected by the receptors on taste buds. So during this process, um, some salivary constituents chemically interact with the taste substances. For example, um, there's like uh, salivary buffers, which are complicated. It's bicarbonate ions. Um, they they decrease the concentration of um, like free hydrogen ions, which is the sour taste. And there are some salivary proteins that may bind with uh, bitter taste substances. So like hypothetically, if you were to, do, to test something out, and you were to get a clean towel. Yes, find a clean towel. Good luck. Um, well, actually, it's not that hard to do. I just have to move 10 feet. Um, rub your tongue dry and then place some dry foods on your tongue one by one, such as a cookie, pretzel, or other dry food. Um, and then you, if you were to drink a glass of water and repeat the same thing, um, you you might feel a difference. So that's uh, interesting information about uh, science and food. 
Here are some random and ridiculous um, historical facts. Apparently, during World War II, a great dame named Juliana was awarded the Blue Cross Medal. She extinguished an incendiary bomb by peeing in it. Yep. Did you know that there were female gladiators in ancient Rome? A female gladiator was named a um, gladiatrix or gladiatrices. There we go. Gladiatrix. Got it. They're extremely rare, unlike their male counterparts. Um, let's also talk about the from uh, 1912 to 1948, the Olympic Games held competitions in the fine arts. Medals are given for literature, architecture, sculpture, painting, and music. Um, yeah, obviously the art created was required to be Olympic-themed, so that is a thing. Um, also, ketchup was sold in the 1830s as medicine. In 1834, it was sold as a cure for an upset stomach by an Ohio physician named John Cook. wasn't really popularized as a condiment until the 19th century. So that's a little bit of a, a random and ridiculous historical facts. But the most random fact in the world, um, according to uh, Savit.in, um, hot water will turn to ice faster than cold water. So that is a very, very random fact that you can tell your friends. And before we end this episode, it's time to go to everyone's uh, least favorite place, the Random Trivia Generator, brought to you by randomtriviagenerator.com. Going to pick six random things and tell you about them. Um, for example, what job did Queen Elizabeth II have during World War II? She was an auto mechanic. Yeah. Um, where is the world-famous Sky Tree Tower located? That would be in Tokyo. What two types of ashes are jointly called coal ash? And that is fly ash and bottom ash. Um, what insulates the ice cream to prevent it from melting in the hot dish known as a baked Alaska? That is a meringue. Yeah. Um, which bands songs include Forgiven, Not Forgotten, and Runaway? And that would be the Coors, C-O-O-R-S. And finally, how many balls are normally racked in a triangle in pocket billiards? The answer is 15. And that's going to do it for the Random Trivia Generator, brought to you by randomtriviagenerator.com. And that also means that we are running out of time for the episode right here. It's a short one, but at least, hey, it exists. Um, that also brings us to our question of the episode, which is... What do you like on your burrito? So what is your average burrito order? You can always answer that question or any other question or ask us questions um, by checking us out on Facebook, Did You Know with Ryano. You can uh, tweet at us at Did You Know Ryano, or you can email me, Did You Know Ryano at gmail.com. From those of us here to those of you out there, we hope that you find your awesome, hold on to it, and share it with the world. I've been Ryan O, and we'll see you next time.